Welcome to the Wisdom Talk Radio Show, bringing you insight, illumination, and inspiration in service to the world. We are a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living, conscious business, conscious relationships, conscious community, and conscious evolution. Welcome. This is Laurie Seymour, founder of the Baca Journey and creator of The Compass Within. I'm here today with Crystal Brown, who I met recently at Wisdom 2.0 in San Francisco. And as soon as I met her, I knew that I wanted to have her on this, this show. Crystal has worked in healthcare, education, and social improvement for more than 15 years. She is the founder and CEO of Healthiest Inc., an e-commerce company dedicated to selling only the healthiest products in the world. She really takes that seriously. Prior to Healthiest, Crystal served as the president and founder of Educate Our State, the largest parent lobby in education from the ground up. She's the proud mother of three daughters and lives in San Francisco, only a few miles from her hometown of Berkeley in California. Welcome, Crystal. I'm so glad to have you here with me today. Thank you for having me. So, you know, as I was, was reflecting on what you're about, who you are, what you've been doing, and what you've done, there's a couple of words that jump out at me. One of them is, is mission. And we hear a lot today about mission-driven businesses, you know, and, and it becomes a kind of a, uh, a thing. Oh, yeah, here's my mission. And I think you really are a mission. You really have a mission-driven business in healthiest.com um, or .io. Yes. Um, do you believe that? Do you feel like you have a mission and do you consider yourself as a mission-driven business? I do. And, you know, in some ways it's a curse and a blessing because I think when you are on a mission in life, it's, um, it becomes difficult to, to not be on that mission. And so, uh, you know, I had a different job and career. Actually, I was working for um, a consulting firm that only worked with uh, in, in mission-driven businesses, both for and nonprofits. And I joined that consulting firm and I was on track to be partner and I left to do uh, and create Healthiest. And um, because it was a big, it, it, I felt like this is my life's purpose and, and I had to do it. And I think for some people, I, they want to be part of it. But for me, it feels like I have to do it because I can see a way to fix something that's broken. And I think that's what, um, yeah, like I said, it's a little bit of a curse and a blessing because I can see a path to build a great business, but I also feel compelled now that I know that I can do it, that mm-hmm. I, I have to do it. Yes, I understand that. I understand when, when the, you are driven or, or really pushed from inside to do something, to make something better, to change something, to fix something, to bring something to birth, whatever that may be. The curse of it. Um, <laughs> How would you describe that for you? I mean, it, it, how is it that um, you do this business and you live your life too? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, just to be very honest and frank, it's it's difficult because, you know, I'm a single mom. I have three kids and I had to put um, 
really I've had to, to make a lot of sacrifices to make this business happen, which is, I think that maybe what I would, some people will consider a curse. I'm still excited about it, but I, mm-hmm. I Airbnb my house for income. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, like I said, I kind of gave up partner track at a consulting firm that I think does great work. Uh, I've given up a lot of my time with my kids and my personal life. Um, I love the work, so it doesn't feel like I'm sacrificing per se, but, but when you look on paper at what my life has, what I've had to do, it um, for sure has been a little bit of a curse on maybe <laughs> the consistency or the security blanket that I had started to build for myself. And I think, um, you know, again, I, I think for people who truly are mission driven, it's, it becomes, um, you know, it really takes over your life. And just an interesting anecdote, when I started the business, I had a friend who knew a lot about integrative health and whose um, great uncle had really put a lot of energy and effort into this. Um, I can be more specific, but he said, you know, this is going to take over your life. Mm-hmm. And I really want you to be careful, Crystal. And I said, but I have to do this. And he said, you know, maybe if there were more people like you, the world would be a better place. And I said, that's very nice and kind, but I mean it. Like, I don't see how you could see a solution to a problem, believe that you could actually be impactful and then not do it. And thank goodness for you. (laughs) (laughs) So what is the problem that you see? How did you identify that? And, and what do you see is a solution? Well, what I started to realize um, there's, there's sort of the big macro problem and then it, goes down to sort of the micro problem. So mm-hmm. in thinking about the macro problem of health and healthcare and the healthcare system, which I don't think anyone would say they don't also see, right? We have sicker populations. We have an antiquated healthcare system. It's very divided, Eastern, Western. Um, and it's very confusing for people to figure out how to navigate their own health. And that problem I've been seeing for years, um, Early in my 20s, I worked um, in healthcare and hospital systems, and I could just see this broken, where the finance was and the actual care was very broken, a lot of doctors feeling frustrated, payer payer systems. But then more specifically, when, uh, and when we started, when I had that light bulb moment with this business was, you know, where do people go if they don't? feel that the traditional medical system is meeting their needs. Mm -hmm. They would decide that they really want to seek integrative or alternative medicine um, or holistic care. Where do they go? And how do they figure out what's what's next? And that just kind of clicked with me that um, there was just not, it was so fragmented. But then what's behind that in the problem is that these systems and the powers, the entities are so powerful that the system's not going to change unless another powerful entity is able to challenge them and ask them nicely to change some of their behaviors. And I, I, I had done the exact same thing and felt the exact same way with the education system when I thought about the entities that were so powerful making decisions about the education system. And at the end of the day, kids were still not being educated well. Well, same is true in healthcare, right? Mm -hmm. We have these powerful entities, whether it's the pharmaceutical companies, the insurance companies, the food companies, the the makeup companies. I mean, there's these really powerful entities that are making decisions about what's best for them, their interest, which is what they should be doing. Mm -hmm. But 
but who's, who's there to sort of say, but that's not really the best for the consumer. And we need to find something that's best for the consumer to stay healthy, right? Like what's best for your bottom line may not be best for someone who's trying to be and stay healthy. And that's where I started to see, aha, there's room for another entity there that will, you know, really remain um, powerful Mm -hmm. by representing what is best for the consumer um, and and the general population. So your, your bottom line is then very different because your focus is not on your, your bottom line as a company. I mean, not that you ignore that, but your, your real focus is on how do we as people stay healthy and on, in, in the particular niche that you're carving out for yourself. Yes, but I think the difference between, I mean, because we are a business versus being mm-hmm. a nonprofit or being, you know, a not so profitable profit, <laughs> profit mm-hmm. company, for-profit company is that there can be a huge profitable business. And, that, um, and I think that that was the other piece of my aha moment, which is like, oh my gosh, I can build a very powerful, very profitable company, but um, maintain the ethical code that I think is really important for people um, to stay healthy and that we're in the business of telling you what is the healthiest and we do that work, but we're going to do that um, part and part of becoming that powerful and being able to be the leader is to have a very profitable company. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's just where you decide to put your, like, what do you stand for? I mean, I can give you examples like Coca-Cola does not say we are the healthiest company in the world. That's not what they stand for. And so they don't need to talk about being the health. That's, that's not their mission, Mm -hmm. but that is our mission. So, um, you know, we might not be the most convenient um, product, right? It might not be as convenient as something that you pop in your mouth quickly, but that's not my goal. My goal is to be the healthiest and represent the healthiest products. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, All of those things I think can be, you know, have a really good bottom line um, as we scale, especially as we scale. So your, your history, if I look at, you know, what you've been about in your life is been one of what I would say, activism, advocacy. Um, You started out with educate our state, the largest parent lobby in education in California that was built from the ground up. Why, why you, what, what is it about you that is, that is so bound up in activism? You know, it's so interesting because I, someone else asked me that exact question and I, and I really struggled with, um, you know, trying to be humble and also be able to talk about myself. (laughs) Um, So, uh, well, you get to, you get to do that without worrying about being humble. Right. right. I mean, (laughs) you know, I think, I think when you start to look at your strengths and what you bring to the table, like what your genius qualities are, um, I, I, like I said, I think it's a little bit of like, I can see exactly what needs to happen. And I, I must have been raised by parents that, uh, gave me the confidence to believe that once I can see what I should do, I work really hard and get it done. And it's funny. My mom said to me recently, well, if all it takes is hard work, I know you're going to be very successful because you're willing to put in the work. Uh, but it's also being able to see what the work is clearly to mm-hmm. get where you need to go. Um, and, and I, and I grew up in Berkeley. My name is Crystal. My parents were, you know, hippies and advocates in their own <laughs> way. 
but I don't think that's specifically where it comes from because um, I, I mean, obviously it's in there, but it's not like my parents have ever done this type of specific work. Although they, you know, they really do believe they have very strong beliefs, justice and justice. My dad's a criminal defense attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I think, so of course, some of it's my background, but I, I think it was this, I'm, I'm a businesswoman at heart and I've always been very business minded and I was applying to medical school and I was working for a women's health clinic in Oakland, California. And it was um, all different types of women coming to have abortion procedures, to have um, counseling. And I always was thinking about why the lines in the waiting room were so long and why the billing wasn't working correctly and what, how it was structured. And the, and I just, my mind was more around like, how do we make this better for the patients? How do we make this better for the business rather than, you know, being very, very conscious and sitting in a counseling session with another woman, I was, Mm -hmm. I sort of raised myself up. And I think that, that combining that, um, and when, when I ran educate our state, my questions were like, I don't understand why we have a broken system and no one's fixing it. Is there a better system? Yes, there is. Then what do I need to do to make that happen? And I think the same is with healthcare, which is, there is a way for people to stay and be healthy. No question. Much better than what we have today. And there's examples, there's advocates all over. But why, what's the, what's the breakdown? And I think that comes to what I really am good at, which is organizing. And I didn't know that until I ran Educate Our State. And I was with a uh, really high up leader in one of the big unions. She said, mm-hmm. you are one of the best organizers I've ever met. And I said, I don't know what that means. And (laughs) I really (laughs) never thought of myself as an organizer. And I think that learning that about myself, challenging, I actually went to study under one of the best organizers, um, Marshall Gans, who was behind the Cesar Chavez movement and the Obama campaign. And I studied with him and I really took away a lot. I had a lot to learn, but it's, you know, like anyone that you have things you're really good at. And sometimes you don't know until it's, you know, your life starts to put the pieces together and realizing all it takes to fix really huge systems and improve is, is the right people at the right time doing the right thing. And I guess I feel confident that I can lead that when it comes to healthcare. And it sounds like you've been willing to ask those really big questions and then step into the answer. Yeah, because that's a good way to look at it. I mean, again, when I was starting Educate Our State, I had a senator in Palo Alto um, say, Crystal, you know, this, this is, let me, let me tell you 50 reasons why what you're doing is nearly impossible. (laughs) And he did. He listed all 50. (laughs) And I said, It didn't matter, did it, to you? I said, well, no, there's 6 million kids being educated every year in California. So what am I, now that I, you know, so what? If it's hard, that's different than if it's impossible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so tell me it's impossible. Give me a reason. Then I'll say, all right. And I think starting a, a you know, a, a internet company as a woman in health tech, in e-commerce, um, it, is, it is hard. And that's, but it's not impossible. But if someone gives me a good reason why it's impossible, then I, I guess I'd, I'd take that in and I'd consider it. In this case, it seems so wildly possible. I can't believe 
no one else is doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So tell me, tell us what you're doing. <laughs> well, I mean, on the, on the more basic level, we have built um, an e-commerce platform where we vet and sell healthy products. So we run around and we do all the work for everyone to say this either is healthy or it isn't. And we put our stamp of approval on it. So uh, when we started, we thought about it in terms of conditions, like for sleep, for allergies, for eczema, you know, how do I treat myself naturally? Mm -hmm. And uh, we thought about ourselves as kind of a, an integrative health WebMD. So people know to go to WebMD to search for something. But uh, what I found out in my, in my you know, year of really doing a lot of research on this was that uh, WebMD is 95% funded by the pharmaceutical companies. Wow. <laughs> the 75% directly and then 25% is uh, content um, and, or 20%. And the, the piece that occurred to me was that on WebMD, you can't actually sell products because they're pharmaceutical products and you often have to get those through prescription and through your physician. But natural products didn't apply to that. So if you had a solution hey, here's what eczema is, here are some things you can do holistically, and we can sell you the product, that I didn't need to worry about advertising revenue. And so when we started, we really focused in on, okay, there's going to be commerce, there's going to be community, there's going to be content, and many other things. But we got to start somewhere. And so let's start with where we actually make money. Because if I can get that right, then I can fund the other pieces of the business. And so when you come to our site, the goal is that very quickly we get you what you need to solve your problem. Or, and maybe your problem is what's the healthiest toothpaste? Mm -hmm. You have a much more extreme case of, um, you know, chronic, a chronic condition you've been trying to solve and you need to eventually have much more specific care. We want to be that partner too. And I can talk to you more about where we're going with the business, but you know, just to be very simple that says, Lori's here, she's looking for, you know, the healthiest shampoo. We know that, you know, maybe you've told us you're allergic to lavender. Here, here's some options for you. And we've done all the work to make it really easy. And, you know, when I, 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 again, I had to kind of study industry, like studied the beginning of Zappos, studied Amazon, what works in commerce, what doesn't. There's a lot of learning, but it, I, Again, nothing impossible, just hard, you know. Um, I had a funny situation the other day. The postman came to pick up some boxes from us that we're shipping out. He said, man, you guys have been shipping a lot of boxes. You're <laughs> going to be really successful on the Internet, man. <laughs> like that Internet business. He goes, how do people find out about you? Do you put a billboard up? And it's really <laughs> funny because he really honed in on the one thing that as an e-commerce business, you really need to be uh, that you win or lose based on how do people find you, right? How, you know, and good customer service. So we've been focusing a lot on that. But um, so to your question about what we do, hopefully I answered it. But the other piece is that we acquired a business, which was a, one of my first experiences acquiring another company uh, back in June, which was a subscription for pregnant new moms for healthy products. Mm. So one of the things, and I want you to talk about that a little more, because I, I know you have these things called motherhood bundles that are, that are quite intriguing. Mm -hmm. But before I get to that, um, one of the, the things on your website, uh, and really your website is your business, 
um, that so intrigued me was what's called healthiest swaps. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. all the things that you use in day-to-day life that, you know, probably have chemicals and things that you don't really want to be putting into your body and that may be impacting you in, in subtle and not so subtle ways that you want to shift and that you have this whole list of products that you make available because you've done the research and the, the background work to yeah. pull that all together. So I, I was fascinated by that. Give me an idea of one of the ones that's really popular that, that's on that healthiest swaps. Oh, yeah, I will. Well, and I'll tell you just a little background on the swaps. So when I met my co-founder, he'd been over 15 years studying uh, integrative and natural medicine, and, and he started asking me questions about what things I was using. And, you know, my parents were using you know, walking, hiking to get organic food when I was little, but I had three kids and I had moved really far away from that. I just, Mm -hmm. it was almost like I was just looking for the brands I'd always used without thinking about it. And so it occurred to me that if I, even with my background and my interest in health and being a lifelong vegetarian and exercising, if I was not even aware enough, conscious enough of picking healthy products, then, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of other people in my same situation. And so making it really easy to swap out what I had. And as we were talking about it as a team, we thought, gosh, what if we just make it really easy to take that brand that's so familiar, like Advil or Tylenol or Dove and show people just the like help them see it visually. And so we sat down just to think about everyday products and we have a lot more that we want to do. But um, I think, you know, some of the most popular ones are the the turmeric product, which is a swap for you know an anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. like Tylenol or Advil, um, and candles, uh, and a lot of that has to do with what content we share because you know a lot of of the consumers had no idea that scented candles were emitting toxins equal to secondhand smoke. Mm-hmm. When we started to do posts and blogs about it, then the swaps around the candles started to sell. And same with the turmeric, which is, gosh, I take Advil every day. I take a Tylenol every day after I work out or when I have a headache or after a night of drinking. I didn't know that I could use something else. And you made it so easy for me. And I think that's just the stream. That's just the goal of the company is that you don't have to do the work. We've done the work. We want to make it really easy for you to live healthy, a healthy life. But you're educating people too. I mean, Mm -hmm. you just mentioned in your blogs that, you know, people are, are being educated if they want to be uh, mm-hmm. about what they can do. Well, yeah, and that even goes into, um, again, some of this is yet to be built out on our site, but um, to have science linked to each ingredient and science behind each product, because we do have a PhD researcher from UCSF, the Osher Center for Integrative Health, that does all the research for us to find why these products have valid research for working and for some people when they want to you know put something in their body they want that research others don't others just say i trust you i trust the site Mm -hmm. i want to buy it and some people want to understand why is this the healthiest one Um, and i want to know there's science behind it because that's a big miss like there's a misperception that there's no science behind natural medicine it's true there's not as much funded and which is another goal of our company, right? If the pharmaceutical companies are funding all the research behind the pharmaceutical drugs, who's funding all the research behind the natural medicine? 
And that is probably why there isn't as much science, but there certainly is science, you know, thousands of years of science in, in the case of Chinese medicine. So I'm thinking about, as you say that, I'm thinking about the FDA who does, who, who, who legislates um, the kind of research, the kind of testing and those kinds of things that go into our pharmaceutical industry. Mm-hmm. And there, there isn't that for natural products. Well, well, I'll just clarify one thing. Um, there, the, the FDA does uh, have to approve natural products for food grade safety. So, however, their standards for food grade safety are maybe different than ours. Um, <laughs> I'll just okay. say nicely. For example, you know, food grade, if it's in the grocery store, then then they've approved it for food grade safety, whether it's healthy or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other thing is Twinkies are, you know, <laughs> right. Um, or, you know, something like tuna fish that has right. that, you know, we have a tuna fish brand that we work with that tests every fish for mercury, but the tuna fish that's in most supermarkets has a level of mercury that's far beyond what we would consider healthy, mm-hmm. but it's still FDA approved uh, for, for sale. Um, the other thing that I did when I was researching was I tried to figure out the path of funding for the FDA. And what I found out um, was that a huge percentage of the funding for the FDA was coming directly from the pharmaceutical companies because they have to pay to get their drugs approved. So often the, the pharmaceutical companies are, are funding the FDA to the tune of 60% of their budget. And then the government can pull back some of the funding and put it elsewhere. But then you have sort of misaligned interests because so much funding is coming from the pharmaceutical companies to fund the FDA, which is underfunded anyway. And it just started to make no sense to me <laughs> that, that, that if their funding is not neutral, are they biased or not? Which is the same issue with WebMD. If their funding is not, how could their... Uh, product be unbiased if their funding was you know very one-sided so um so again you think about systems and structures that we have and you want to rely on if they're not working well for you then then that's often an opportunity for innovation and so we have levels of vetting that include things like um not does the FDA approve it or not? Because it has, of course, right? If it's not FDA approved for food safety, then there's a million other reasons we probably wouldn't sell it. Um, but, you know, where has it been sourced? What, what are the standards? What are the labs they're using? What are the, all, all the ingredients? We have 1,500 chemicals and ingredients that we'll never sell on our site because these are linked to known disease. And in the UK, they're already banned from use for personal care products. In the United States, we have about 13 ingredients that are banned. So we're creating our own vetting system that Mm -hmm. doesn't have anything to do with what the structures are. It's not because I don't believe those structures need to exist. It's that I don't think those structures will change unless you allow them to change. So you are a beautiful combination of activist, (laughs) educator, and disruptor. And I guess I need to add, and businesswoman. <laughs> I hope so. Well, that, it's funny because that's the part that really is key to being successful and that I've had to challenge myself even more on because I've always been a businesswoman. Um, but being a businesswoman in an environment where 
you know, Silicon Valley and the tech scene and venture capital, um, it requires a, a, a type of businesswoman that I am and can be, but not everyone can operate in this environment. And you, you, you have to. So you have to take on, again, like, I can't change the way venture capital works. I can't, I, I could tell you lots of stories that are unbelievable over the last two years, but I have to operate within the system to get where I need to be. Right. And so um, I, you know, that part of growing this business has been among them more challenging and I'll, there'll be other things that are come up down the road, but it, it's been very interesting to start a company in Silicon Valley, it, you know, in, in the heat of growth right now where there's just a lot going on. Um, and to stay focused on the business at the same time. Right, right. And I hear how clear-eyed you are about it. And so with that, I know that, that you really will succeed, and you will succeed in the way of bringing something that is so needed into the world. Well, thank you for saying that. I, I believe we will too, and, I, and it's really fun. And I, it'll, it, it's not just me. I mean, it's, it's all the people that are involved. And even though we're a small team, there's along the way I've had amazing advisors and uh, we'll continue, but that is what it really will, will make us successful is having the right people involved at every, at every level. Crystal, is there anything that you would like to say about healthiest that, that you haven't had a chance to say yet, something that it does or that you want it to do or will do? Yeah. You know, I, I guess I'd love to share that kind of next level vision, which is, you know, I want people to come and know that it's just nascent. It's like the complete newborn baby, but that down the road, if they could imagine what would it be like to have your kind of healthcare partner in your pocket? And that if you needed to know not only what was the healthiest product, but what was the best practitioner to see for what you have? Um, or what, 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 what's the best content that you should be reading that's right for you? Um, what is a yoga pose you should be doing that night? What's the meditation that might work for you? You know, to really personalize that, that experience of trying to make sense of how much is out there. Mm -hmm. um, and that will happen in all parts of what we're working on our platform so that the more we get to know you, the quicker you can get to your solution. And I'm excited to build that. That's the technology that's super exciting to me is to, to be able to build a platform that sort of everyone will want access to. It could actually replace insurance. It could just be the thing that people pay a licensing fee because they know that at the end of the day, they'll get directed exactly where they need to be. Wow. And trust. And I think that's the sort of really big vision that, um, you know, I know I'm at the bottom of a very long start staircase, but I can't wait to get farther along in that vision. So I'm excited. I mean, I really, I, it's, it's, it's going to be very, very exciting once we get into full gear. And I think we're just learning to crawl right now. <laughs> and because you said earlier, you know, if it's hard, that's different than if it's impossible. Yeah, exactly. And I hear you saying this is not impossible and it needs to be done and I will do it. Yes. I don't think, Lori, there's any other solution to our healthcare crisis than what we're building. And so if somebody else builds it first, great, I would jump on that. But until, so, until that's the case, there is no other solution. Mm -hmm. So it's super exciting, yes. Harder. So tell our <laughs> listeners how they can find Healthiest. Would you, would you spell it? 
so sure. that people know they've got it. So it's H-E-A-L-T-H-I-E-S-T, healthiest, dot I-O. And, um, you know, I, I can offer your listeners 20% off using healthiest 20 off anything in our store. And also write to us. Let us know if there's a product that, they, that you don't see or if you have a question um, or a suggestion. We want to know. So that, I, I appreciate that. Wonderful. I, I will make sure to even put that, um, your generous offer into the, the show notes so that people yes. can listen and find out about that. Um, wow. I just, I'm, I'm full of more questions. <laughs> I know we need to wrap up. So Crystal, thank you again for uh, your willingness to be here with us today. My pleasure. And, um, I wish you so much luck and success. Thank you, Lori. I really, really appreciate it. And um, I will keep you posted for sure. Thank you. And thanks to all our listeners for joining us today. This is Lori Seymour. We're at Wisdom Talk Radio. And be sure to subscribe to us so you don't ever miss an episode. You can find us on all your favorite podcast platforms, including iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook.